Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, every week I try and look up those inspirational stories and... I don't want to cry at work, so I can't do that anymore. Okay. So I have some facts to start off with. First, and I hope I haven't read these already, which you never know. Uh, The United States Department of Agriculture says the official definition of a sandwich is at least 35% cooked meat and no more than 50% bread. Which in most cases, I think it's more than 50% bread. They always, yeah, they always, there's so much bread. I was thinking about that when I was eating my dinner tonight. I made hot dogs. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. When I was done, I had a pile of bread (laughs) left on my plate because there's too much bread. So, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, those are not sandwiches. Technically. It's just bread with stuff on it (laughs) okay next one sunflowers can help clean radioactive soil japan is using this to rehabilitate fukushima almost ten thousand packets of sunflower seeds have been sold to the people of the city Hmm. that's crazy that's cool they need to send that to um chernobyl chernobyl yeah sunflowers uh, next and they're one, pretty, too. They are. They're beautiful. Yes, they I love are. them. Next one. The entire world population could fit in Texas, allotting 330 square feet per person. The area of Texas is about 262,000 square miles. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. You get 330 square feet per person? That's quite a bit. That is I a mean, lot. Couldn't do much, but the entire world population gets three hundred and thirty mm. feet square feet to themselves. That's insane. It just doesn't seem that big. I know. Of course I've never been, but you know. Next one, Scotland wanted to replicate the Parthenon bigger and cheaper in <clears throat> eighteen twenty six. It was never completed and is now nicknamed Scotland's Disgrace. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, Scotland. <laughs> you got to finish what you started. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. Okay. It was about our father. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think it's Irish, right? Huh? Irish, not Scot- Scottish. Yeah. So that doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, in 1831, <laughs> London Bridge was sold tonight. Sold in 1960. What? Oh, the 1831 London Bridge was sold in 1962 when it needed to be replaced. It was bought by Lake Havasu City, Arizona, to help tourism. Weird. They bought a bridge. They bought a bridge. Hmm. Next one, by applying even pressure on an egg, it is nearly impossible to break the shell by squeezing it. Which, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it is. 
Next one. Since the death penalty was restored in 1976, the states of Washington and New Hampshire have returned to hanging as an available method of execution. Shit. I know. I don't think anyone's done that. Mm. But damn. Next one. Selfies now cause more deaths than shark attacks. Because people are stupid. People are stupid. It's estimated there are 28 selfie-related deaths per year, with the leading be cause so being heights. Embarrassed. Yeah. Could you imagine being a ghost? And, and could you imagine being the? How many did it say? The 28th every year to go into the Beetlejuice waiting room and have to say, <laughs> "I was taking a selfie on the edge of a cliff." What? <laughs> so stupid i know oh my god stop it selfies are not that important they are not they're just not oh my god next one english accounts for 50 percent of visited web pages even though the amount of english users is only 26 percent russian accounts for the second most visited pages at only six percent so english Next one, honey and items immersed in honey can be preserved for centuries. The long shelf life is due to an enzyme found in the stomach of bees. Hey. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't honey turn into like white? It gets like crystallized. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you can heat it up and it turns yeah. back into honey. Yeah. And I think we've had this conversation I think before. we have too. Yeah. Okay. Next one. <laughs> You know, I think we've had many conversations that are the same I've conversations. I've probably read that... every single one of these facts before. And we I don't probably remember. Had... Okay, well, hopefully. Of course, that's not saying much because I don't remember anything. But Well, hopefully our listeners don't remember either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. There are more people in the UK than in Canada, Australia, Norway, and Iceland combined. The UK population is over 65 million. It's lots of people. Yeah. Uh, next one, in 1937, a major fire broke out at the Fox Film Studios in New Jersey. The fire destroyed 75% of their movies, including most of their silent films. Oh, That's sad. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Next one, four Nile crocodiles have been found in Florida. They are the second largest crocodile and are more dangerous than the native crocodiles and alligators in Florida. That's great. Have you ever seen a Nile crocodile? I don't think so. Holy shit. They are enormous. Really? Like, picture a crocodile or an alligator or whatever. They, I mean, they're like three times that size. Ew. They are huge and scary. They're like dinosaurs. Well, I don't want to go to Florida. Yeah, me neither. Next one, Larry the Cable Guy's real name is Daniel Lawrence Whitney. His notable southern f- accent is fake. <laughs> he is born he was born and raised in the Midwest, not the South. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Next one, when Jay-Z was 12, he shot his older brother in the shoulder for stealing his jewelry. He later referenced it in a song titled You Must Love Me. moving on the motto on the united kingdom's royal coat of arms is in french 
The motto uh, is, I just, you can look that up. But it means God and my right. But mm. it's in French. Okay. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, monsieur. Okay. Bookworms are actual insects that bore holes in books. How rude. I know, right? Leave my books alone. No respect. A major book feeding insect is a paper louse which feeds on microscopic mold in poorly kept books. Mm. Ew. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Next one. Bees actually have knees. Oh my god. <laughs> no. No. So we can't have gold up to the bees' knees. <laughs> the expression comes from the fact that they store large buildups of pollen in hairy baskets on their knees. <laughs> I want to see that under a microscope. I'm sure there's pictures. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I'm looking it up right now. Awesome. Bees knees. <laughs> okay. Octopuses and squids have beaks. The beak is made of keratin, the same material that a bird's beak and our fingernails are made of. There's bees knees cocktail recipe. Ooh, what's in that? I don't know. Let's see. Is it Harry Pockets? No. It's two ounces of gin, three-fourth ounces of fresh lemon juice, a half ounce ounce honey syrup, and garnish with a lemon twist. Interesting. That sounds like a cough drop. Yeah, it does. That doesn't sound very good at all. Next one, if you ate nothing but rabbit meat, you would die from protein poisoning. This would be a mixture of too much protein and an absence of fat in the diet. What? I didn't listen. If you ate nothing but rabbit meat, you would die of protein poisoning. Uh There's zero fat and too much protein. But you would have to eat nothing but rabbit meat. So just don't do that. I wouldn't want to eat any rabbit meat. No. It's like people that eat frog's legs. Why? There ain't nothing there. Why? I know. Have you ever had frog's legs? Yeah, I tried them before. Tastes like fishy chicken. Yeah. Nothing great about it. No. Next one, Madagascar got its name when Marco Polo misspelled it. The name stuck in the island was christened to the name in 1500. That's funny. I'm sorry. I'm still not listening. I'm trying to find bee's knees. (laughs) (laughs) this one it says where did the term bees knees come from it says it's a phrase that was originally an 18th century fanciful phrase which referred to something that didn't exist it was used as the kind of spoof item apprentices would be sent to stores to fetch like tartan paint or a left-handed hammer this meaning is no longer used. Well, now we have microscopes, so we know we know bees have knees. So maybe it took on a different meaning. 
I think we're spending way too much time on this. I want to see a picture of Bee's knees. Damn it. Oh, oh, oh. Did you, did you find it? Yeah. <laughs> did you find it? Look. Oh, that's not. <laughs> Look. Oh, my gosh. It's real. <laughs> it's not what I was picturing, but it's real. <laughs> Okay. All right. We can let go of the bee's knees now. (laughs) Okay, did you hear that Madagascar got its name when Marco Polo misspelled it? No. The name stuck in the island was christened to the name in 1500. Hmm. Next one, Garrett McNamara holds the the record for the largest wave ever surfed set in 2011 in Portugal. The wave was 78 feet tall. Oh, my gosh. Holy shit. That's too scary. That is way too scary. Next one, around 15% of active Twitter accounts are social bots. This means there are nearly 48 million accounts that are not controlled by humans. That's great. So fake. I hate it. I don't go on there, so I don't care. I don't either. I don't know. Next one, Animal Planet aired two fake documentaries that proved mermaids exist. So many people thought it was real that the U.S. government issued an official statement about it. Did you watch any of those? No. I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think it, I, I think it was the same one. Hmm. can't remember what it was called. I bet that was cool, though. It was cool. I didn't believe it, but it was cool. Yeah. Uh, next one, Qantas Airway, Airways once powered an interstate flight on cooking oil. Hmm? This marked Australia's first commercial flight using sustainably derived biofuel. Interesting. I wonder if those people knew. <laughs> I don't know. They were flying on a plane that was run by cooking oil. I don't. I don't know. They had to have known, right? They had to have, like, volunteered, right? Oh, God, I hope so. Stupid if they did. Yes. Um, next one. Polar bears often hunt walruses by simply charging at a group of them and eating the ones that were crushed or wounded in the mass panic to escape. Direct attacks are rare. Hmm. Smart. They make them kill themselves, and then they eat what's left. That's kind of fucked up. (laughs) Um, Let's see. The Japanese term for a shotgun wedding is... Dekichata Kekun? Which literally translates to, oops, we did it, marriage. (laughs) Uh, next one to Mississippi, it is considered a federal offense to dine and dash on a check that is over $25. In California, it's only a petty theft. Hmm. A federal offense. That's insane. Next one, a water dropwort is a highly poisonous plant. If it kills you, it can cause you to smile after you die. Yeah, that's so creepy. This is called a sardonic grin. Oh my gosh, that's creepy. I wonder if they have pictures of that. Ooh, I don't want to look. I'm not looking. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. I want to see that. 
Next one, the Buddha, commonly depicted in statues and pictures, is a different person entirely. The real Buddha was actually incredibly skinny because of self-deprivation. What happened? Uh, next one, because snow is composed of ice, it can be classified as a mineral. Water, however, does not fall under the same classification and is not a mineral. Weird. How, that don't even make sense. I don't know. I guess ice is considered a mineral and water's not. Hmm. Next one, Lake Superior contains 10% of the world's fresh water. It is the size of South Carolina and contains 2,900 cubic miles of water. Lake Superior. Hmm. Even though smoking has been banned on airplanes, ashtrays are mandatory on every plane. This is for a safe disposal in case someone breaks the law. What? Someone breaks what? The law. So if they light up, they have oh. to have some place to put it out safely. Jesus. Next one, you can now get a headstone with a QR code called Living Headstones. They show pages with photos, video biographies, and comments from loved ones. Aw. Interesting. kind of weird, but aw. <laughs> Next one, when Pink Floyd designed the Animals album cover, the inflatable pig tied to the power station broke free, causing Heathrow Airport to cancel all their flights. (laughs) (laughs) When pigs fly! (laughs) Uh, Next one, both U.S. and Soviet militaries have trained dolphins. They can be used for rescuing lost naval swimmers and locating underwater mines. Dang. It's crazy. MIT, often cited cited as one of the world's most prestigious universities, puts almost all of its course materials online for anyone to access for free. Really? Yeah, but you got to be able to fucking understand it. Yeah, I was going to say, how can you read it, though? <laughs> exactly. They're just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll give it to you for free. Here you go. <laughs> That's brilliant. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Next one. While hunting, stoats go crazy jumping, spinning, and twisting to get a rabbit's attention. This hypnotizes the rabbit until the stoat gets close enough to attack. What's a stoat? That wasn't part of my fact list, so I don't know. A stoat. S-T-O-A-T. Look that up. Oh, shit. What the hell is a stoat? Maybe. Well, I thought it was a typo, but it's in there twice. A stoat or short-tailed weasel, <laughs> also known as the ermine, is a mustelid, wait, mustelid native to Eurasia <laughs> and North America. What? Because of its wide circumpolar distribution, it is listed as least concern on the IUCN red list. Oh, thank God. You know what the hell all that was? What the heck? (laughs) Well, they eat rabbits, apparently. Yeah. They're cute. They look like, um... Ferrets? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. 
next one, there is very little evidence that TSA has ever stopped a terrorist or found a real bomb. When tested, they failed to find fake weapons and bombs 95% of the time. Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. I bet we're not fixing that. Next one, roughly 33% of cats are not affected by catnip. The euphoric reaction commonly associated with catnip is hereditary. Hmm. That's crazy. In 1325, two Italian city-states fought over a bucket, which resulted in 2,000 deaths. Oh, my gosh. It started when two soldiers broke a bucket from a well from the city center. People are such idiots. Oh, my God. Next one. Four of the top seven highest-grossing films of all time were released in 2015. Avengers Age of Ultron, Furious 7... Jurassic World, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Hmm. That's crazy. 2015 is a good movie year, apparently. If the electors of the Holy Roman Emperor did not vote within 30 days, they were only allowed to eat bread and water and forbidden to leave the city. (laughs) Well, shit. Next one. Daniel Craig was an anonymous stormtrooper in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Originally, he denied his cameo and claimed he wouldn't bother being an extra in a movie. That's funny. Next one. One horse can have approximately 15 horsepower. Horsepower is about 746 watts. The term was coined in the late 18th century. Hmm. Next one. Canadian law requires citizens... Answer a math question when entering sweepstakes. This is done to add some aspect of skill to the contest. Oh my gosh, I would fail. I would oh, be so mad. Oh, I would mad. totally fail. I'd be like, math? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Werner's ginger ale is the oldest soda still being sold. It was created by Detroit pharmacist James Werner in 1866. Ginger ale. Hmm. Next one. The only window that opens on the presidential car is the driver's window to pay tolls. It also has no keyholes and the only secret service and only the secret service know how to open the doors. Wow. Next one's Oh really? Ziggy Marley, Bob Marley's son, wrote the theme song for the popular children's cartoon Arthur when he was twenty six. And my last one, cold showers have more health benefits than hot or warm showers. This includes improving circulation, (coughs) stimulating weight loss, and easing depression. I need to take some cold showers. You know, when I first moved into my house, I didn't have hot water, so I took cold showers a lot, and it just made me cold. Oh. I don't think it helped me at all. Well, it's not worth it then. (laughs) Okay, those were my facts for the beginning. All right. So I did five serial killers who would have gotten away if it if they weren't complete idiots. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I got this from Thought Catalog. Okay. Uh, the first one is Arthur Shawcross, mm-hmm. the Genesee River Killer. Uh, he was an American serial killer, active primarily in Rochester, New York. 
Despite being convicted early in his murderous career, he still racked up a number of victims, some of who were children. Mm -mm. Arthur was initially sentenced to 25 years behind bars for the killing of a 10-year-old, which should have curbed his killing spree. However, a huge blunder made in the Justice Department saw that he was deemed no longer a threat to anyone, and he was released early. No! He served only 14 years of his sentence. This mistake proved fatal for the 12 women he would go on to slay. Police were dumbfounded by the killings. They had no leads, no modus operandi, and no tangible evidence. Robert Keppel, a retired detective, told the police that they were giving the killer too much credit, and this does seem to be the case, judging by how he was caught. Police proceeded to wait at a scene where the killer had dumped a body, suspecting that he would return at some point. Sure enough, they were right, and they found their killer. Arthur was urinating at the scene of the crime. They then put on helicopter surveillance, photographing Shawcross eating his lunch over the body of one of his victims. Oh my god. He was subsequently convicted and spent the rest of his life in prison. Oh my god. That is horrible can't believe how stupid sometimes the justice system can be seriously no oh he's okay (sighs) oh my god i hate people see it's it's just all it's broken it's all broken. you're right all of it second one is richard kuklinski from the outside looking in richard kuklinski was your quintessential middle-class new jersey family man after his arrest on december 17th 1986 It would be revealed that he was also an extremely prolific professional hitman. Authorities, suspecting they had a serial killer on their hands, had dubbed their then-unknown killer as the Iceman, because he often kept the lifeless bodies of his victims in an industrial freezer for a time after their murder. This was in order to sabotage evidence by skewing investigators' determinations of time of death. After dozens of killings, the the precise number is unknown, police were able to piece together parts of evidence when Kuklinski started getting careless and would be the last seen contact of a number of missing people. Despite suspecting Kuklinski of roughly five murders, they didn't have anything tangible to pin him to the crimes. They wired up an ATF ATF agent and had him go undercover as a street criminal whose fictional background just so happened to include being a hitman, just like our murder suspect. Instead of figuring out the ruse, it wasn't long before Kuklinski began boasting about the creative ways he had snuffed out his victims. Of course, these admissions were all being carefully recorded. In the end, it was Kuklinski's need to brag about his crimes that put him behind bars. What a dumbass. But you good. know, it's good. Like, thank God he did. Yeah. Or thank God he is because, <clears throat> man, these are the people that deserve to be in jail. Yes, exactly. Number three is Israel, Israel Keys. Mm-hmm. He's a scary shit. Although Israel Keys had three murders confirmed, the actual number is likely eight. Plus, as he admitted to various murders he hadn't been charged with, Four in Washington, one in New York, as well as others, Keyes was a serial criminal, often carrying out rapes, arson, burglary, and bank robberies. In 2012, Keyes kidnapped 18-year-old Samantha Koenig. He raped her, then killed her the following day. Having taken her debit card, he 
demanded a $30,000 ransom to be transferred to it after claiming she was still alive. He was apparently unaware of the well-known fact that ATMs are always equipped with cameras and banks always keep records of transactions as he casually used her debit card as he traveled throughout the southwest United States. This made him easy to track down. He committed suicide while he was awaiting trial, despite the fact that he planned murders way in advance of carrying them out and the way he took extraordinary action to avoid detection. The way he got caught was undeniably stupid of him. That's what I was thinking. Like, how can someone be so smart and calculating and, you know, all this stuff? Because he was the truck driver who would travel around the United States and make murder kits and bury them. Oh, yeah. So that he could murder anybody anywhere. And, you know, he was smart about it. And how could he be so fucking dumb? In that aspect, you know, to get caught like that. How can you be so smart in one spot and so dumb in another? Don't they say that they, like, serial killers, like, want to be caught? Some of them do, yeah. They they want the attention. That's why they're doing it. But someone like him... Yeah. He did... He killed so many people in so many places. He had no... Um, you know how they usually have a certain type of victim? Mm-hmm. Not him. He killed anybody, anywhere, all across the... Like like they said, he took steps in order to do this. He mm-hmm. planned murdering whoever. Yeah. And then to be so greedy and dumb. Oh, my God. Just stupid. So stupid. But good. yeah, like, It's a good thing. Exactly. But yeah, people... I'm sure BTK is on this list because he got caught really dumb I don't know. but he was wanting to get caught yeah i think he he wanted the attention he kept he was the one that kept writing letters to the police uh, like oh you can't catch me yeah he wanted to be caught yeah number four jeffrey dahmer dahmer raped and murdered 17 men and boys between 1978 and 1991 and it's scary to think that the number would have been much higher if he hadn't been so stupid in 1991 when he was caught on the day of his capture dahmer had 32 year old tracy edwards come to his apartment on the guise of taking nude photographs when edwards arrived he was immediately taken aback by the foul odor and the number of boxes of hydrochloric acid strode on the floor, which Dahmer explained were for cleaning bricks. (laughs) After getting his victim to be into handcuffs, as per his modus operandi, Dahmer pressed a sharp knife against Edward's chest and told about his plans to kill him. But Edwards managed to stay calm and was able to keep Dahmer from attacking him by conversing with him in a calm tone, pretending they were still friends. This worked to confuse Dahmer, who would occasionally drop his guard to look away at the TV and lose himself in satanic chants. Oh my god. (laughs) Edwards eventually felt like he could ask to be released from the handcuffs to go to the bathroom. Dahmer agreed to this. Edwards took this chance by punching Dahmer in the face and running away. Perhaps this is more a case of gullibility than stupidity, but after killing so many young men and young boys, you'd think Dahmer would have been a bit more cautious. Well, no, because he literally had the call, the cops called on him for almost murdering this little boy. 
And the cops didn't want to get involved because it was gay shit. So they just, they let Dahmer take that, that little boy back because it was just, it was gay and they didn't want to, they didn't want to deal with that. So yeah, he was probably totally comfortable and was like, they're obviously not going to do shit about it. Yeah. You know, Aaron was, um, he was wanting to clean out these totes real good. So he started looking up like, um chemicals that you should or shouldn't mix or you know like what what's good or bad you know chloroform is like alcohol and peroxide that's all it is i'm pretty sure i think that's what he said but like really serious like he said um i think if you mix like vinegar and something it will like eat metal oh shit i know it's like scary and people can find anything on the internet and it's crazy edwards would return to the apartment with two police officers in tow finding Dahmer still sitting there along with his drawer full of polaroid pictures of human bodies in various stages of dismemberment holy shit sorry i thought you were done with that story i wouldn't have started but oh my god yeah that's just dumb just dumb i can't believe people and number five dennis raider (laughs) i knew it (laughs) The BTK killer, a.k.a. Dennis Rader, was an American serial killer that was active between 1974 and 1991, killing 10 people around Wichita, Kansas. Rader would send provocative and taunting letters to police and newspapers after he killed, describing in great detail his heinous crimes. He became increasingly confident when talking to the media, and he would even get in touch with them to veto claims that some murders were his and suggested they were actually a copycat. Fast forward 30 years after the first string of murders happened, the case was considered too cold to solve. With no proper leads and little evidence, they were afraid that the BTK killer had escaped their grasp. But Raider still wanted the attention he got from police and the media. He started mailing letters to them again, aiming to keep in touch with the cops and media outlets in a new era of technology. Raider asked the investigators if sending information through a floppy disk could be traced. This shows that Raider had trusted in the investigators, safe in the knowledge that they would tell him the truth. It also shows how stupid he really was. Even the investigators were surprised by his questions. Still, they assured him that he could send a floppy disk in and not be traced. Of course, this was a lie. Raider was apprehended shortly after that, and police used the floppy disk to trace him back to his home. From there, the amount of evidence was overwhelming. When arrested, Raider was curious about how he had been found out after all this time. Oh my god. When it was revealed that it was the floppy disk, Raider replied, But I thought you said you couldn't trace those. Why would you lie? He was genuinely surprised that the law would tell a lie in order to catch him. (gasps) Raider's morals were just as twisted as his murders. What a fucking piece of shit. He was so... Arrogant. Yes, just beyond... (sighs) seriously fuck you dude that's all i got all right i have some experiences that people just can't explain okay first one so this has always bothered me i was 13 years old at the time and my dad was a coal miner he worked third shift known as the hoot owl shift which was midnight to noon As soon as he got home around 2 p.m., he slept till around 9, 
got up, had dinner with us, and then left for work. My dad was always pretty gruff and constantly yelled at us if my younger brother or I made too much noise and woke him up after getting home from somewhere, which as an adult now I completely understand. So one day I did something to wake him up, I forget what. Anyway, he calls me back into the bedroom and I'm expecting to get yelled at, but he just looks at me and says, it's okay, come over here and give me a hug. What 13-year-old boy wants to hug their dad? So I kind of squirm a bit and he followed up with, what if something happened to me and just laid there all grizzled and tired? I didn't hug him. That night, there was an accident in the mine. He saved everyone on his crew, including the one person he went back in for. He was the only death. I am convinced he knew it was going to happen. I'll never forget his eyes that day. If someone asks you to give them a hug, give it to them. I know. I'm not even talking to I know. <laughs> like that story okay moving on my daughter was four and was playing in her room on the second story i was two rooms away playing my guitar very loudly i heard my daughter screaming daddy come to the guest bedroom i want to show you something this immediately seemed off we have an extra bedroom but i have never heard her call it that before while she's also a pretty good speech this was amazingly clear when I walked around the corner into the bedroom to see what she wanted, I saw two little legs sliding out the window. I jumped across the room, grabbed my daughter by, the, by her ankles before she could fall out. After a not great moment where I yelled at her, then hugged her, then yelled again, then apologized for yelling and <laughs> hugged her, I finally calmed down. We had to talk about why we don't play in windows. While I was putting the window back together, she had pushed and popped out the storm and screen window from the bottom. I asked her what she wanted to show me. What? She said. What did you want to show me? You asked me to come to see something. No, I didn't, Daddy. Are you sure? You told me to come to the guest bedroom. A little whiny now and annoyed. No, I didn't, Daddy. You didn't ask me to come to the guest bedroom to see something. No. Okay. <laughs> so someone saved her. Hmm. Guardian angel. That sounded just like her. <laughs> um, I once clocked out of work at 6 p.m., like I always did at the time, and began my hour-long train ride home. After I found a seat, I went to sleep and woke up just before my station. From the station, it's a short bus journey, about 10-15 minutes to reach home. During the entire journey, I didn't use my phone and I didn't wear a watch, so I didn't really notice the time anywhere. When I reached home, my family surprised me with, you're home early, everything all right? I looked at the wall clock, and it's just about 6 p.m. I was too shocked to understand what happened. I checked other watches, cell phones, etc., and the time was absolutely right. A few days later, the admin emailed us the timesheets for the month, times clocking in and out, and every single day for me was around the same time at 6 p.m. So it certainly wasn't me having left work early. To this date, I haven't figured out how I gained between 60 and 90 minutes that day. That's what I was thinking at first, too. You just clocked out Yeah, early. I know. I thought that, too. <laughs> I was like, you just, oops. <laughs> they just left early. <laughs> but, yeah, they checked their time clocks. It's huh. fucking nuts. That's weird. Uh, next one. One day, when I was about eight, I didn't go to school because I was sick. My friend was supposed to bring me homework, etc., but he never came. 
My granddad came home from work and told me that my friend had died. I was devastated. That night I had a dream. I was with my friend at a playground next to our school, and we were talking. Then he told me that he is safe, and it didn't hurt when the car hit him. The next day, my mother wanted to talk to me about that situation and asked me if I wanted to know what happened. I told her that I know everything because my friend told me. She thought my granddad had told me, but he did not. He said that he didn't want to tell me without her knowing it. That night I had a dream again, and I was talking to him again. We were playing and having fun, and he told me that he really had to go, and we won't see each other ever again. The next day was his funeral, and I really haven't had a dream about him ever since. Ooh, I got chills. I know. Next one. 1985. My ex-wife and I were sleeping. There was a small silver sliver of light coming in through the window from a street lamp, street light, so the room and bed were dimly visible. Our black Pomeranian was at the end of the bed asleep. I dreamt that I woke up, reached down to pet him, and he turned into a glossy black oyster thing, which opened up to reveal several rows of gleaming glass teeth. I woke up to my ex backpedaling up the bed over the pillows towards the wall. I asked what's wrong. She said, what is that black shiny clam thing at the, with teeth at the end of the bed? Where's the dog? We had the same exact nightmare at the same exact time. Still gives me chills. <laughs> that That's is weird. creepy. I just got chills. That's creepy. Next one. I died. I saw it. I lived it. Either it was another world with the version of me that died that I saw or I'm going crazy, but I died. We had a pep rally in school and after it was finished, we had to go back to class. Well, my friend and I were not into that, so we wanted to go across the street to Sonic. Across the school, there was not heavy traffic, but if you don't pay attention, you could get hit. I remember walking with him, and he dropped something, so I went across the street first. I just saw a red Tahoe heading for me, and I got hit. I remember everything. I remember gasping for air. I remember waking up and sleeping again, then nothing. All of a sudden, I was back in the stadium again, and the exact same words were coming out of the principal's mouth. My friend wanted to go to Sonic, but I was freaking out. I was asking him everything. I thought it had to be a dream, so I went with him just to see what would happen. He dropped his stuff again, and I waited. To my horror, that same same red Tahoe showed up. I told him I was going back to school. I'm not dying again. I can still see the other version of me on that street just messed up, not even moving. That's like some Final Destination shit. I know. I probably wouldn't even went. I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I I would be like, I wonder. Mm. Actually, I would have been like, you're fucking nuts, girl. What are you doing? Just go. (laughs) (laughs) Then die. Exactly. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, shit. I don't learn very well. It's not my fault I'm an Aries. <laughs> I have to learn things for myself. <laughs> okay. Next one. I remember being pretty young, like nine or ten, and I was, okay, they keep calling it a car park. I think it's a parking lot. Okay. So just car park is a parking lot. I was in a car park of a pub in England, Southland, South End. I remember seeing someone in their teens in the window of a house looking over the car park. They waved at me, and I felt like I knew them somehow. 
My parents asked who I was waving at, and I just said some lady in a window over there. I didn't think much of it. Fast forward 10 years, I was at my nan's new house. I remember walking into her room, which I never was allowed to, to do, going to the window, and then I realized I was in the house looking over that same parking lot and remember the interaction years before. Then a girl around 9 or 10 who was in the said car park waved at me and I waved back. I felt like I knew her. I could not explain it and have never told anyone about it, but it freaks me out. <laughs> I got chills on that one. Right. That is... Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's a creepy that it like happens, seems like it happens a lot. I know. It reminds me of the, the one guy who had the crazy pants on. Yes, in, in the, the woods. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, what the fuck? Next one, when I played baseball as a kid, I was handing, they were handing out trophies at the end of the season. They called out the names of the kids while we received our trophies. There happened to be a kid with the same name as me. We met after the ceremony because it was weird since our last name isn't a very common one. We had the same birthday and everything. We looked, al- we looked alike. Both our dad's names were Derek, and both of our sister's names were Lily. As a kid, I found it cool. As an adult, I find it cool but also disturbing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. That's like that story you told of that uh, king. Yeah. And, um... He just happened to have a waiter that looked like yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. Next one, my late uncle used to say he never believed in God, and he believed in thunder instead. It's a god from my country's old mythology, a Baltic god called Perkunas. He died in summer, and his funeral was held on a beautiful sunny day, no clouds in sight. As they were closing the casket, suddenly the only window in the room burst open, it was definitely closed shut, and we heard a super loud thunder roar. Everyone freaked out instantly. I was around 16 years old, and I remember it clearly. This was the only thunder that day. No rain followed, and no clouds in sight. Okay, next one. I had a very important document that I only ever kept in one place. I kept it in the top drawer of a small filing cabinet. I never moved it and would always see it in that drawer whenever I opened it for whatever reason. The day came that I needed it now, and I didn't sweat it because I knew exactly where it was. Well, it wasn't there. Cue panic attack. I tore that filing cabinet up. I removed everything, spread it out, flipped papers over, dug through envelopes, shook everything out, shined a flashlight all through the empty cabinet in case somehow it got stuck to the side. I mean, it was not there. I can assure you no one took it or was messing with me. I was so frustrated. I even looked through other parts of my house. But I knew it wouldn't be in any of those places, and it wasn't. I was intermittently intermittently going back to that dumb filing cabinet no luck super irritated i searched the rest of the house again and on my way back downstairs where the filing cabinet was i called out in frustration okay bring it back (laughs) i don't know who i thought i was talking to but because i was alone but you guessed it i found it in the top drawer of my filing cabinet where it should have been in the first place i was so relieved and totally freaked out Mm. Next one, this summer I bought my girlfriend a last-minute birthday trip to go kayaking around the San Juan Islands off Washington State coast. After a long drive and ferry trip, we found our tour group of about 20 people and were then shuttled into a shuttle van, shuffled into a shuttle van for a ride to the beach. 
My girlfriend has a unique name similar to the name of a famous painter. Let's say it's Rebecca Warhol, just for fun. She's a little ray of sunshine and started chatting with a middle-aged woman sitting next to her on the shuttle as we waited to leave. The woman noted that she had always loved the name Rebecca, as it was her mother's name. They made pleasant small talk in the van until the tour guide passed around a sign-in sheet for all of us to fill out. That's when things got strange. My girlfriend wrote her full name on the sheet and passed it to the woman, who immediately shouted, Oh my God! and started crying. <laughs> After a few minutes of total confusion, she told us Rebecca Warhol was her mother's full name and three island the three islands were her favorite place in the world. She passed away this summer from cancer, and we traveled hundreds of miles to spread her ashes here. We were stunned. It literally picked, I literally picked a random date, time, and tour company, and then we were split into the same group as this woman, and my girlfriend was sitting next to her on the shuttle. What the hell? She continued by <laughs> saying, My daughter told us that Nana Rebecca would be with us on this trip, and I didn't believe it until now. It was the most unbelievable coincidence we had ever experienced, and it, was, it totally convinced me that there's more to this world than we think. As my brother later said, the universe winked at us that day. <laughs> Next one. I remember driving my car to the intersection in this rural area and checking both sides because of terrible blind spots. In the corner of my eye, my mother is sitting there and says something like, it's all clear my way. I look back and she isn't there. My mother had been dead for a few years at this point. This is also the middle of the day, and it never happened since. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I think I would shit my pants yeah. if that happened to me. So. <laughs> like, Jesus, okay, I can look myself. God, don't scare me. <laughs> Next one, I was working on my motorcycle in a dirt lot where I had crashed it trying to do a sick drift breaking off the clutch lever and the gear shifter. I had brought a wrench set with me and I was using one of them to take a bolt off when I put it down on the ground to finish unscrewing the bolt with my hand. Two minutes later, I went to pick it back up and it was gone. I ran all around this dirt lot looking for it to no avail. Luckily, I had a spare in the car. I fixed the bike and drove back to my apartment to shower as I was filthy. I walked into my room, and sitting on my desk was the wrench. Oh, my gosh. I was dumbfounded. That's crazy. It is crazy. My friend Sarah was in a nightclub, drunk off her face, when she got an overwhelming urge to tell a total stranger that her leg hurts. Edit, it didn't. All a bit strange. She ignores it, but it doesn't stop, so she walks up to this guy and says, I know this is crazy, but I've got a huge urge to tell you my leg hurts. I know it's crazy again, sorry. But he burst into tears. Turns out his dad had just died and they made a pact before that if there was a t that if there was an afterlife, he would give a message to him saying a total totally random phrase so there could be no mistakes, which they decided was I've hurt my leg. Oh my god. Oh my god. So we're coming up with something. Okay. Tonight. Oh, can't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Whoever goes first, we have to. Okay. We got to come up with something good, though. Okay. It has to be something that nobody, like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Next one. I was about 12 years. Oh, this is my last one. I think it is. 
I was about 12 years old and woke up in the middle of the night needing to take a leak. I walked around the hall into the little bathroom, hit the lights, and was about to reach for the toilet when I glanced up and saw a face in the mirror. It was not my face. It was as if someone was on the other side, standing to the right with their face right next to the glass, staring at me. I only saw it for the briefest moment, but it was seared into my brain. I screamed and ran out of there to find my dad. Of course, my dad investigated, then calmed me down, or tried to. Eventually, we had a prayer session because I was so freaked out. Eventually, I must have gone back to sleep. Fast forward to my 30s. I had forgotten all about the event. One night while I was visiting, my dad quietly brings it up. Remember that one time you saw a face in the mirror? It suddenly came back to me in a rush of a memory, sending a chill down my spine. Yeah, I remember. Well, he said, I sometimes think about that night. He looked down at the floor with a serious expression. I saw it too. (laughs) He went on to describe exactly what I had seen. We had no idea what it was. Apparently, when he investigated, he saw it and had a freak out of his own. Apparently, this prayer session was just as much for his own nerves as mine. I respect him for keeping that tidbit from me until my 30s, but I kind of wish he never told me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Oh, my God. No mirrors. (laughs) No. Those were mine. All right. Time for the Witty Rapper. Yay, Witty Rapper. I did dumb criminals. All right. I thought that would go with my yes. <laughs> earlier stories. For a trio of Doug... <laughs> Say what? For a trio of drug thieves, it was their lucky day. These dumb criminals broke into a home in Silver Springs, Florida, and discovered three jars of cocaine. They took it home and snorted the contents. That's when they discovered that the jars were in fact urns, <gasps> and they were snorting the cremains of the victim's husband and two dogs. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> what a bunch of idiots! Seriously. Oh my gosh! Ew! Ugh! <laughs> oh, that doesn't even look the same. I... It's not the same. <laughs> How? Oh my god. Maybe okay. they were fucked up before they did it. And... Or maybe they just had no fucking clue what they were doing. Yeah. And they thought, let's be cool and snort this. We don't know what the fuck it is. Oh my god. Okay, go on. <laughs> when an attempted robbery at a Lowe's home improvement store went awry, Milton J. Hodges fled across the street and jumped a fence right into the Cypress Cove nudist resort and spa. Oh shit. As the Orlando Sentinel pointed out, as one of the only folks wearing clothing, Hodges was easily spotted by police. <laughs> yeah, you would definitely stick out. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst possible time to faint in the middle of robbing a bank. But that's what happened to a Beaver Creek, Ohio thief. The teller called 911 and asked for medics. But you have to applaud the man's stick to it stick while the ambulance was en route, the sus- the suspect handed a note to the teller demanding all her cash. Oh my gosh. People are dumb. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the victim's jewelry was missing, the electronics were gone, and a window was smashed. No wonder she was hysterical when Officer Karinjit Maharu of the Calgary Police arrived. 
Then her French-speaking father called. Speaking in French, she explained that it was all a scam in order to get the insurance money. What she didn't suspect was that Officer Maharu speaks six lang- languages, including French. Ha <laughs> ha, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be so cool. That would be amazing. I want to learn another language so bad. Have you heard those... Uh, the Rosetta Stone thing. No. I wonder if they actually were. I don't know. I mean, if you probably if you apply yourself, I don't yeah. see why not. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm too old. To do that. No, you're not too old. Okay, I'm too unmotivated. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I if I had a time where I could just talk out loud, like you know, to learn, yeah, you don't have to repeat it. Yeah, if I had a time to do that, you I could would... do that in the car. Yeah, but I listen to monsters in that. <laughs> Priorities. Exactly. <laughs> a twerv, a twelve. Why can't I talk all the time? I don't know, sudden. but did you just say a twerve? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. A twelve year old? A twelve year old boy adamantly denied having stolen an <laughs> A 12-year-old boy adamantly denied having stolen an iPhone when his, when questioned by police at his home. And then the iPhone rang in his closet. Okay, yes, he stole that. But as for the Blackberry he was also accused of stealing, he double adamantly denied. Ring! <laughs> oh my gosh, you would think he'd learn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you suffer a heart attack and think you're going to die, so you confess to a 17-year-old murder, only to find out you're not going to die, and then get sentenced to life in prison as a result? (gasps) Yeah, so does James Washington of Nashville, because it happened to him. Oh my gosh. That's what you get, motherfucker. yeah. (laughs) That's funny, though. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I would love to see his face. I know. When they're like, oh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> that had to have been great. Oh, my God. His, his, his like, stomach probably dropped out of his ass. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love it. Following a dispute, Craig Aylesworth of Bithlow, Florida, allegedly tossed a Molotov cocktail at his neighbor's trailer home. Just as the wind shifted, sending embers onto his own trailer. <laughs> Luckily, he was arrested since this dumb criminal no longer had a home of his own to return to. Oh my gosh, that's the best. I love that. A San Francisco thief pedaled his bike up to a woman on the sidewalk, snatched the iPhone out of her hands, and rode away. Unknown to him, the woman was in the middle of demonstrating the iPhone's new GPS tracking device, which worked, and the thief was captured minutes later. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Anthony Kenneth Mastro Giovanni was impersonating a police officer when he pulled over another car for speeding. The driver quickly sussed out that Mastro Giovanni was fibbing since he, too, was a cop. But in his case, the kind of cop who doesn't have to pretend he's a cop because he really is a cop. Mastro Giovanni was arrested for impersonating a police officer. That's great. I, again, I would have loved to hear if you I heard that conversation. 
<laughs> These, if they could get this stuff on video, oh my gosh. Well, they do have on, I think it's True TV, they have the World's Dumbest Criminals yeah, shows that they yeah. get. Don't they, they, ha- they do the, um, uh, what's that called, where they, it's not the actual, what actually happened, the reenactment or whatever i think some of them have reenactments some of them have like security cameras oh so you can i think most of them are caught on camera oh are they I'm pretty sure they are oh i might have to check that out yeah it's funny people are like it's actually a little disturbing how stupid oh. people are how convenient <laughs> only a few months earlier in iowa city iowa man had his driver's license stolen then who should show up at the bar where he worked as a bouncer, but the thief brandishing his very own license oh. as his form of ID. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> what did he say? I need details big time. <laughs> I know. What did he say to him? Like, how how do you approach that? You have to have a perfect approach for that. Yes, you do. Oh my gosh. I want to know so bad what he said. <laughs> and what the dude's face looked like. <laughs> Is there no honor among dumb criminals? While two suspects were being questioned by Ogden, Utah police about shoplifting from a store, someone broke into their car and stole a stereo and several other items. Oh my gosh. An El Paso, Texas man busted into a church and absconded with the safe. Safes are heavy, so he only got a few yards before dropping it on a neighbor's lawn when he tried to crack it open. That's when he was confronted by the home's occupant. A police officer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dumb. People are dumb. And this is my last one. 33-year-old Jose Santiago Jr. decided his hometown could use one more cop. Guess who? It would help his charade that he had bought an old police car and mounted red and blue lights on its dashboard. When a driver pulled into Santiago's apartment complex, he blocked the guy's car with his own, then motioned him over. Santiago, who wasn't wearing a cop's uniform, barked, Do you have a problem? And then started laying into the man about his driving, claiming he'd been doing 65 miles per hour. Are you a police officer? the man asked. Then Santiago said yes. The guy asked to see his ID. Santiago refused and continued with his tough cop routine. That's when it turned into a fake cop's worst nightmare. The driver had no problem pulling out his own wallet and showing his identification. His name was Jeremy Guggen, and he happened to be an off-duty police officer. <laughs> That's great. People are idiots. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We would appreciate you sending in your stories. Yes, that would be much appreciated. Coolsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, You can look us up on Facebook, join the group, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen. Send in your stories. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.